You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Welcome to episode four. I am so excited about this one because we are continuing how to eat healthy and especially eating healthy when you are too tired to cook. That is what this episode is focusing on because as I was getting ready to launch my podcast, I asked a friend what wellness topics that she struggled with most. Absolutely top of the list. I quote, I get home from work and I am just too tired to think of anything healthy and easy to eat. So I just go for easy. I just pick up fast food. I pick up whatever is convenient. And that's usually not healthy. When you are a busy professional, sometimes you spend all of your creativity with work, with community activities, with family, with friends, with with stuff, with life. And then Even though you may technically have 20 minutes at the end of the day when you finally get home to cook dinner, the thought of one more thing to solve, it's just too much. So speaking of solving, let's solve that issue for you today. Healthy, easy meals come from two things. The two P's, planning and prepping. What's cool with this is that who does the actual planning and who does the prepping, that's negotiable. It does not have to be you. It can be delegated, and it can be delegated in a lot of different ways. So let's first look at planning. There's three options, three big overarching options with planning. Let's walk through this. First is hire a chef delivery service. I have friends who love to cook, and they have actually created businesses, not just catering for events, but also catering weekly meals you know, once a week delivery, twice a week delivery that meet a household's nutrition goals. So little sidebar here, let's say that one person in your house is gluten-free and somebody else has an allergy to peanuts and somebody else is trying to do, uh, you know, really increase their vegetables, whatever, whatever the household's nutrition goals are. These people, including some of my friends who are doing this now, They'll cater to that. They will make a way to make that happen for you. So you don't have to plan it. They have, you just tell them what you need and they have planned it. Does that not sound amazing? Oh my. Okay. I think I'm going to be hiring them after having this conversation with you. Number two. So number two way of planning is a meal kit service. You pick out your meals. You go online, you pick out your meals. The ingredients just show up in a box and I have done this and I have a client who has done this and I have a corporate client of the owner of a business that I do corporate consulting with. They have done this and there's been mixed reviews. So on my YouTube channel, I have my review of two of the meal kit services, pros and cons that I found. The client who has used this, absolutely one-on-one mentoring clients, 
she absolutely loved it. For her and her family, they enjoy the the cooking part of it. They can make the time, so it's not a time issue for them. But it was a, oh, wow, the, the little pieces of, okay, do I plan this? Do I plan this? How many nights are we going to be out? How, so all she has to plan now is, okay, we're going to eat out twice this week. We've got this event we're going to on this night. So we need three meals this week. And boom, it arrives. All they have to do is cook it. On the other hand, I do have a the corporate client I mentioned. She and her husband did this for their family. And they said, well, it was fun. It was an adventure. But it actually required more thinking for them because they were trying to do things they'd never done before. They were, it was fun recipes, but you could not just do brainless. It was not just boil pasta and pour pasta sauce over it and throw a salad on the table. It, it took some brain power. And so for them, they stopped doing it because it actually took more prepping and planning, more time. It took more thought than what they wanted to do. Planning your own rotation. This is one that I personally used most often. And it is something that I'll be glad to share with you my my meal planning template. If you want that, just just shoot me an email, Sherry at theverio.life.com, T-H-E-V-I-R-E-O life.com. Happy to share that resource with you, with you. And with this, we're just you're just planning what you're going to have that week. But here's what I mean by planning your own rotation. You do you do your planning once over a short season, and then you never have to do it again. Let me walk you through this. A couple of winters ago, I planned week one. Here's what we're having for lunches, for dinners. Here's what the grocery list is like for that. Here's what the menus are. Here's where the recipes are located. That is now saved. Now I go to week two. I do the same thing. And these are handwritten. They're not in you know printed documents. You can do that if you want. You may be a spreadsheet person. You go if that is you. The week two gets planned, weeks three gets planned, and typically about four weeks of rotation is enough for me. You know your family, you decide if three weeks is enough variety, if you need more than that. And when I do this with one of my one-on-one mentoring clients, it's a game changer because once you have planned these four weeks, for me it's four weeks, once you have planned these four weeks, now you just start back over at week one and you are done. And I did this for winter and then do it in the spring, the summer and so forth. Once you're done with that, if you want to have an entire year's worth of rotation planned, you've done it in one year, three to four weeks at a time for each season. And by the time you come back around to those same recipes for the winter, it's like, oh, it's it's been almost a year since we've had this black bean soup or this chili or whatever it is, and you're ready for it again. And you already know where the recipe is. You already know what the ingredient list is. The planning is already done. Once you know which of these or which combination of these types of planning that you want, then it's on to the prepping. Number one is hire a chef. Again, at that point, if you have hired a chef to do all of this, it is simply thaw it, heat it, and eat it done. There is no wasted time, no wasted effort, no wasted food like the lettuce and the avocado that I let go bad and have to toss sometimes, multiple times. 
The second is related to those meal kits. On the surface, as I mentioned before, it seems like you can let your brain rest. And on the planning part, you certainly can. But the prep part, it that one is when it, it re-engages the brain a lot. But it can be fun. So I encourage you to try it and to see if you like it. It might work for you because for some people that in my life it has worked, for others it has not. Number three, this one's more like the planning your own rotation. If you're doing it yourself, you're prepping yourself, but in a way that it still allows you to eat healthy in the evening when you are too tired to cook or prepping your lunch for the next day when you are too, you know, it's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. You're like, I just want to go to bed. And then I'll prep my lunch in the morning. The morning gets rushed and lunch doesn't get prepped. And so you grab something out of the vending machine. Not a good option. Setting a block of time. This is what this looks like. Setting a block of time. It can be on a Saturday morning, a Sunday afternoon to prep your food for that rotation. Let's say, for example, that you have a stir fry that you're wanting to do on Tuesday night. Well, a stir fry is super fast and easy to make once everything is prepped and prepared. Well, that means on the weekend is when you go ahead and prep those veggies. I'll tell you a story on this one. A a client, he wanted to have time to connect with his daughter. He was a a teenage daughter at the time, and... You know how when you're talking with somebody side to side by side, it is much easier to have a conversation with them and open up about stuff. So for him, the perfect win was, you know, on Sunday afternoons, if my daughter and I are prepping the veggies, prepping the ingredients for meals during the week, prepping the fruits to snack on, and we're side by side, she's going to open up and tell me what's going on in her life. And sure enough, that is what happens. So they got their food prepped. And they got connection time in as well. This prepping can also be for if you have little ones. I have a friend who she, when her littlest ones were three years old, four years old, her sons, she would get them up on the counter uh, or on a stool where they could reach the counter, washing the spinach, drying the spinach, prepping the food, not cutting things yet. They, they're doing that now that they're preteens. But they've got used they've gotten used to being in the kitchen. And of course, this is a sidebar, when a child enjoys the prepping of the food, they are more likely to eat the healthier food because they help to prepare it. Well, back to how we're going to use this to prep the food. We set aside the time to prep it, and now it is all grouped in the refrigerator, in little containers of this is what's going on Monday, this is what's going on Tuesday, or these are snacks that we can now just pull and grab for our lunches. Or what I used to do on Sunday afternoons when I worked at Vanderbilt was I would pre-bag everything. This is lunch on Monday. This is lunch on Tuesday. All the veggies, all the fruits, all the nuts, the whatever. All I have to do is grab and go. And it just makes life so, so much easier. When you are prepping this stuff and washing, just quick practicals for you is berries pre-washed do not last as well. Lettuces pre-washed only do okay if you have 
really dried them. But of course, you can also get the bags and the boxes of the pre-washed and dried already in the grocery, and then you're done. And that is also some of the delegation that you can do with this is you don't have to pre-chop everything. You don't have to pre-wash everything. You can delegate it to a family member, as we've discussed, but you can also delegate it to the grocery store. If Even if you're going to cook it fresh, Go ahead and have, go ahead and get the vegetable tray that's pre-washed, the bag of veggies that are pre-washed, and then all you have to do is grab and go and cook. One more kind of practical tip with this is vegetables that are frozen. I've got one client, she does not like frozen vegetables except for frozen spinach. But for everybody else, frozen that you just blanch in boiling water really fast is most of the time really acceptable and almost as tastes good, <laughs> almost tastes as good as fresh. So you can plan on a lot of vegetables that way. If you've got questions on this, if you want that free menu planner template, I am happy to share that with you. Please reach out to me. And also make sure that you are subscribed and rate and review the show because I really want to get all of this information, all of this inspiration to out to as many people as we can. And you help me do that whenever you subscribe and rate and review. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.